Hello. And welcome. You almost just ended the recording. <laughs> to the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. What? All right. Let's get into it. All right. Okay. <laughs> and any niceties? I yes. smell like vitamins. You smell like vitamins. And Lysol now. And well, we just last episode we didn't talk about it, but episode fifty two is technically our fifty our year weeks, anniversary, our year anniversary of starting this podcast, which is so exciting, and we hit all of our goals, which is so, so thank astounding. you, thank you for helping us hit our goals. You hit our goals. Actually, we did nothing. We just sat here and talked and just bitched <laughs> the for whole a time. year. <laughs> For a year. And look at that, Allison. It paid off. We're still single. <laughs> and mama said I'd do nothing with my life. You know, okay, let's just do a quickie peek. Quickie peek. After Multi-peak. 52 episodes, one whole year of deep diving into relationships. What have what you have learned? What have you learned? I'm, I'm a stone cold bitch. You're stone, that's what you learned? Yeah. Why, what did you learn? I learned that the things I thought about relationships that I had agreed with, like, in regards to feminism or things and working, are actually not at all the reality of what they are. Hmm. I would say that because I was thinking about it this morning, and I was kind of thinking about everything we... Oh, my God. It's starting. (laughs) I thought we could get away with it. (laughs) But... I was kind of thinking, because, like, I've only been asked once what I've learned. Have I learned anything? No one asks what I've learned. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. But, um, but yeah, I would say the biggest life lesson I've learned about relationships is more of, like, societal pressures on them rather than personal pressures. And I always said it was the other way around. That's I interesting. thought personal pressures were my biggest issue. Yeah. And, in a way, it's all societal. You know, like, whether you sleep with the man, whether you want kids, whether you work, whether you don't, all this stuff, it's all society-driven. It's not personal. Because intrinsically in the heart of every man is to be in community and to love one another. Yeah. You know? But because we're selfish and we're of a sin nature, we lose sight of that very quickly. And so then we turn to things of this world to give us justification. And without God, there's even less direction and more chaos. Yeah. So that's what I'm learning, doing this deep dive and really analyzing people and their motivations, you know? Yeah. So that's, which kind of parlays into what we're talking about today. Yeah. But did you want to add anything before we go into that? (laughs) Nope. I'm a very simple man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you're not a bitch. I need to let go of my prejudices. Oh, sure. I evidently have a lot of prejudice. Mm, We all do. Yeah. That leads to our sinful nature. Yes. But yes, okay, so that kind of leads into what we're talking to today. So my mother is going through her clippings from yesteryear, and she pulled, there was this guy named Jake. He gave his opinion in Glamour. It was the sort of Q&A advice column sort of thing, and he'd sometimes talk about different sort of topics, whether it be list, viewer quite reader questions, yeah. <laughs> or... What does a man think? But this article, my mother say from 2011. So, oh, oh someone was laying outside the door, <laughs> looking sad. Was he? Oh, please, but be he was so quiet, silent puppy. out there. He should have been left. left oh, no, now he's walk. crying. Oh, it's okay. 
Okay. Okay. Well, enjoy our monkey weasel, man. <laughs> you know, we're going to get gonna microphones soon, so maybe this will help that. Yeah, with your sponsorship, so with- we can make it a more pleasurable experience. For <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get gems like that every day. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. So, his name is Jake, and he writes columns. And in this column, he wrote six things not to worry about on a first date. Yeah. Which leads us to what were they telling us in 2011? And if you caught... What is proper date etiquette? What is proper date etiquette? This is circa 2011, but I could argue it's relevant to even today's times. And if not, it's more vanilla than today's times. Because today's times are just based off of this. There's nothing new under the sun. So, mm-hmm. if you think you're progressive and different... You're not. It's just packaged to you in a different way. So calm down. But really, this feels like not at all like what people would say today. No, it sounds like more vanilla. Yeah, I guess. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like they're being more subtle about it, but now they're just being more direct about it. Like sleep with the man. Like this one says, maybe you can. That's true. I know. <laughs> That's true. They're like regain sexuality. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about etiquette on a first date because you know we've excelled at every single one. <laughs> I've never been on one. I know you haven't. Get her to the altar. <laughs> Guys, I'm free. You want yeah. a max super ultra mega virgin? She's here. Yeah, so I'm just going to read you the intro to the article just so we can get a flavor. Flavor, flavor. Flavor, flavor, flow. <laughs> Was it titled? Six things not to worry about on a first date. Stressed about your hair, your outfit, his job, which you should be. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Says Jake, your dinner's getting cold. Oh, because it doesn't matter. He's not paying for it. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being on first day at the surf and you're just staring at him thinking all these things? I can't even. And he's like, you're Well, food. maybe we should, let's get some of our preconceived notions. I never think about what I'm wearing because I know what I'm wearing is great. Okay? I don't worry about the jeans, do they fit me, the top. No. I try to wear, if I am going on a date with someone, I don't know, the most ostentatious thing. Because if you are murdered, they will remember. If you are taken, they, yes. I she want, will stand I out. wore a chartreuse sequin tank top to a date. And it was winter. And it was winter. <laughs> <laughs> because they will remember the girl who wore that. Yeah, who <laughs> wore that weird bar. ass tank top. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, but if you know the person, you don't have to worry about it too much. Like, but that's the only time I would say think about what you're wearing. If you're yeah. meeting some random person on Bumble or some shit, wear something that stands out. This is 101. This is 101, yeah. ladies. Like, don't die out there And on the don't, streets. if you're waiting for an Uber, do not stand on the curb with him. Wait in the lobby of the restaurant, like at the hostess yeah. stand. Or call while you're sitting at your table and chatter a bit and be like, my Uber's outside. Like, directly walk. This is just, like, survival. Okay. I don't know. I The thing is, I'm just going to say, I'm going to preface this by saying I hate first dates. I hate everything about them. I feel like they're corporate. They're contrived. Mm. I don't think any... It's bizarre to me. It's like, I'm I'm literally interviewing you to see if I want to have sex it with is, you. Oh, marriage, Emily, marriage. No, that's where we should be at, but that's not but where we th- That's true. Honestly, you don't even need to interview to know if you want to have sex with someone. They you go don't. purely based off visual. It's very true. I know. So get that out of your head. All those men who tell all those women Goob, who are told for real. All those things. Calhoun. <laughs> what is that? I meant to ask that earlier. Calhoun, I think it's just a name. Is it? Is it? An, is it an inappropriate name? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's like a last name. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh Ryan! Stop. We're not even gonna tell you what he's doing. Okay, it's fine. I- <laughs> oh. God. 
gosh. Okay, so what do you think of first dates? I don't know because I haven't been alone. No, but, but like, I feel what like do I was you thinking feel about, about it. it the other day? Yeah, and it like made me very nervous. Oh, nervous. Well, because here's a thing that I've thought about with dates back in high school. You know, when I thought I would go on one, and um, and like I don't want to eat. Oh. I don't want to eat on the first day. I think I've gone over that now. Like I'm over myself and my weird little thing yeah. because I'm such like a naturally very messy eater, mm-hmm. and like. Even, like, a salad. Like, people wear salads that look skating. First of all, I know I'm not going to order a salad, but even if I did, like, that shit gets all up in your face. It does. Like, those those leaves have a wingspan. <laughs> and so I'm, like, couldn't even do it if I wanted to. Like, even trying to look skinny, I still look like a You know pig. what? I think the answer to that, order whatever he's ordering so you both look stupid eating it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he orders a burger, order a burger. You both look dumb. Just get the chicken chicken tenders, chicken fingies, chicken tenders. My brain just like short circuited there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, because that's a good finger food. A, a good, good um aphrodisiac. <laughs> so your biggest thing is is well, about it the was about eating, yeah, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to look messy and weird and stuff like that. But then you can't go to a movie because then you don't talk. I know movies are the worst option, and that is why mini golfing was my best option. I know because you don't have to eat and you talk. I know. And then after you could go and grab like a beer, yeah, or something. Because okay. well, no need to bring your personal experience into it <laughs> <laughs> from last week. No, <laughs> but it is true. You just you like exnade the whole eating thing. I know it's I know. great. <laughs> it's bitching. It's bitching. And so um, Bob bitching. I know. <laughs> so, but um. So that always terrified me the most. Interesting. Was eating, but now yeah. I'm over that. I so hate it. Now, like, the actual conversation is what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hate first, like, I hate them. I hate how they feel. Like, I hate the connotations. I hate when you're telling it's people. It's true, because there is, I'm like, going on a date, and everyone's things. just thinking about all these dirty thoughts, because I'm a pervert. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't even think that when people tell me they're going on a first date. I just sit like, you're just, you're a whore. What are you doing with this man? Why has no one met him? It just seems so dirty and secret, and I just don't like it. But this is all in my head. This is purely in my head. No one has put this in my head. I want it to be known. So, yeah, I'm mostly nervous for, like, conversations. And then it's going to be, like, a lot of, like, me being the way that I am. Like, like in the, in the worst way possible. I like, know. I mean that phrase. Yeah. Like, where I try to be cool. And, like, but, like... You're so you're insincere to who you are. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Look at him. I know, he just slid down. He's laying behind me. I know. Hi, I know, just leave him there. Okay, well, Jake's about to help you with all of that. With Tell me, Jake. Flirty Jake, save me for I- myself. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? And just so you know, his credentials are... Jake is our real-life single guy day in New York City, and his name's not Jake. So, that's his <laughs> credential as a fake name and that he lives in New York. Yeah. But, okay... So let's just read the intro to this lovely article. You know those internet dating ads on TV with their casual arm touches and delicious looking pastas? The couple laughing at each other's jokes like they're on ecstasy fantasy. Most first dates are two-hour displays of nerves, insecurities, and awkwardness with occasional so, bathroom breaks. So, occasional bathroom breaks. So two-hour <laughs> to, to get a little drunk, a little less sober. Uh, but um, So the average date is two hours long? Not in my history. Yeah, because... I would go on, like, four to six hours. I know. Days. You go on long fucking like, days. Like, and I'm not an event. Like, 
Like, people don't let me go. People don't let you go. And I'm okay with that, but, like, I have never... No. Like, my dates are four to six hours. Four to six hours. I feel like That's why when they don't call me back, I'm shocked. I feel like (laughs) if it is two hours, that means it's not a good date. Yeah. But let's... What... Bring it... Wrap it back around to the whole influencer thing. Those people have no personalities from what you say almost every week when we talk about them. Yeah, because absolutely So two hours for them, that's pretty big. That's That's pretty long. It's a lot of talking. That's why I'm surprised because I... I have never slept with a person on a first date. I just want this to be known. I spend four to six hours on first dates, like, genuinely, like, just talking, shooting the shit, doing all that stuff. And so that's why I'm surprised this man took four to six hours out of his life to sit with me and never call me again. You could have cut that out. You could have yeah. cut that to two hours. Yeah. And you were never going to call me like again. Like, you really were having that bad of a time. Yeah. Time. So I just, yeah, want that to be known. Okay, well, two hours, that's kind of interesting. But I've learned through much trial and error that they don't have to be. They can actually be downright fun and sexy. (laughs) Sexy. So corny. If you get nervous about a first date, or a second, or third for that matter, consider he invited you slash accepted your invitation What if you asked him? Well, like, the the hole in the shit. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) What if you asked him out? I know, because he doesn't want to be But they'd be like, but he said yes. What if he just wants to get laid? What if he does? Well, that's what we're going to find out. Well, play. So he's not... Tell me, Jake. (laughs) Tell me the truth. He's not looking for a reason to rule you out. They they don't have an answer to your smoking gun. First of all, the rule you out, what list does he have me on? I know. He wants to get to know who you are, show you who he is, and find out who you both could be to each other. So skip the deep breaths and never mind the warm-up glass of wine. If you want to relax and enjoy your date, just read Jake's just read Jake's handy list of things you don't have to worry about. Okay. So I'm just going to say what they are. Just read the little title. Yeah, I'm going to read the bold. Don't worry about wearing the right jeans. Don't worry about whether the date means something. Don't worry about the spanks and push-up bra you have on. Mm. Now, should we go one by one? Should we do it? Or should we read them all and then go one by yeah, one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I? There's a lot to unpack here. I, there's, a lot. <laughs> there's like so much. <laughs> Don't worry about whether he wants a family. Don't worry about paying for dinner at the place he picked. Don't worry about whether he's trying to get into your pants. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Don't worry about paying for the dinner place he picked. <laughs> it better be fucking saying. McDonald's. <laughs> No. But what if he's whining and dining me? <laughs> well, yes. Only way a boy can whine and dine himself is if he pays for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. That's a good point he made, but he told it. He said it up awful. Okay, that's fine. Don't worry about wearing the right jeans. Okay, so we just start. Fashion eludes most dudes. So Paige, J Brand, Seven for All Mankind. The guy is barely aware that these are even things, much less what they signify. When we look down, we're admiring your butt, not the label above. Okay, your Okay, love that. Okay, so we're okay, we're right off strong, Jay. <laughs> I am. There's energy in the room for sure. There's energy. But what year? 2011. Uh, it seems a little still too late to be getting away with that shit. <laughs> a little too recent <laughs> to be saying, "Don't worry, we're looking at your ass." So not whether it tells me so, you're rich or so not. So here's the thing, and I know I've said it before, but it it needs to be it needs to be said again. When I was in college, there was this guy that I knew. He was a very good guy. He really wasn't sleazy or weird or nothing of that sort. But he was telling me because I had a roommate, and he kind of liked my roommate. But my roommate 
and him, they had some mutual friend kind of a thing. I don't know where she came from. But they all hung out, and they all were at a party, and they decided to go back to his place because he's a scallywag and probably thought some sort of thing was going to go down, which yeah. a menage a trois style. Ew. And it didn't. He's not... I know I just said that he's not a pervert, but every guy dreams of it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know, like, if the opportunity presents itself whatever but he's not going to so basically he left the party and these two girls wanted to go home with him i don't know why they did that i don't know why my roommate did that but whatever weird it's also like a weird thing to show like i'm better than the girl like so even though we all come home together like we're gonna dismiss you later yeah it's all warped mentality from every side so they're there and they go because when they go back to his place his roommates are home Mm -hmm. so it becomes sort of like another little get together thing And he goes into the bedroom with the girl, not my roommate. And he was telling me this story because he's like, well, I really liked your roommate more. So, like, I dismissed the other girl and I started kissing your roommate just so she knows I liked her. So, But then he had sex with the other girl? No, he didn't have sex with the other girl. No sex was had that night. They were just ma- making out was the only thing that was had that night. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit. And then why would he go with the other girl anyway? Because that was the currency. You see what the currency is for a guy? So when a girl feels like, I'm showing that I love you, I listen to you, I cook you dinner, I go to your dumb baseball game, like, I'm showing I love you. But when a woman is receiving love from a guy, in college, this was a big thing. It's very hard for me to articulate it because it's a hard concept, I think, to understand because it just seems so out of left field but like when a guy likes you then they hold your hand they give you a hug they give you a kiss yeah it's more intimate it's more intimate and a woman feels like oh my gosh like he really likes me but a woman to give love and for a man to feel like he has love from a woman like is it through kissing I don't know but I always it always stuck with me where he's like I wanted to show her that I liked her so I I made out with her and I'm like, that's really interesting because it's not incorrect. Because yeah. my roommate comes home and says, well, he made out with me, so he must like me. Yeah. So that's the currency, right? Yeah. So when he says here, we're looking at your butt, then it's like, see, I'm attractive, I'm wanted. He looks at my assets more than he looks at me because men are very visual, vis- visual and physical in the beginning. Yeah. But then they, but a woman is very mental in the beginning. Like she's all mental and emotional and he's physical and like all that stuff more. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So, like, when you hear that as a woman, you're like, oh, he's checking out my butt? Great. Like, that's all he's thinking about? Okay. But really, that's dumb thinking. It really should change. Because it's like, why? Because I've had guys where I've just met and they look blatantly at my chest. Mm. And it's just like, I get it. But, like, why like, do you I know have I to do that? I know. <laughs> but it's like, why do you have to do that? Like, yeah. I don't care if you do it. Like, that. the, the doing it is the part that, like, upsets me. But it's just like... Like, do you have to? Like, do you have to look at the butt? Like, is that really the lowest common denominator to be like, let me check her out? Like, is my face not... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just not enough for you. So that's kind of interesting. So don't worry about wearing the right jeans. Because your ass will look good in anything. Because you have an ass, (laughs) which we get into later. Okay. So the next point is don't worry about whether the date means something. I, you know what? I agree. You know what? Because on the surface, this does sound right. Because I agree. I think that you shouldn't put too much pressure. I mean, you're both there for the same reason, to find someone to be committed to. So you know you're already having romantic relations, you know, romantic intentions. So it's not like, oh, am I going to adopt you? Or are you going to be like a friend forever? Like, no, like, 
we're both here to date each other. And, like, that's the one that I struggle with the most. Yeah. Because I'm always, like, like where, what does this mean? Where is it going? What's happening? Yeah. And it's, like, you know what? Just go and just get to know the person. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's kind of, like, what I think he's saying here. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. Yeah. That's a fine so point. So, that's a fine point. Don't so put too much pressure on it. Point one for Jake. Three. Don't worry about the Spanx and push-up bra you have on. Lies. Absolute lies. <laughs> this is lies. Have you not listened to a comedy special you ever? You should always worry about the Spanx because you're wearing them. That's a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, what? Who is he dating? He's like, about 30? Don't worry about the Spanx. I cried alone in a Kohl's dressing room because I was buying a pair of Spanx for bra. Do you know <laughs> how humbling of an experience you have to be in? In the Kohl's dressing room? Like, worry about them. <laughs> like, you don't worry. wear them. Just, like, to wear them. There's a lot underneath those. There's, and what is this, what does this say, Allison? What have you just described? What have I just described? A humbling experience. Spanx is, it's not about the garment for the woman. It's about the fact that they're wearing them. Do you understand the yeah. self-esteem issues we're contending with? And it honestly doesn't <laughs> even make that big of a difference. No, it doesn't. It Well, actually, for some people, it does. I've noticed. No. No, because no. guess what? People out there, people I have met, they have worn more than one pair at one time. I know that. And so, yeah, girls for prom wore two to three pairs of Spanx. Goodness and I'm like, gosh. my God, just to look like a smooth out version of yourself. Like, that's all it does. Like, it doesn't even really look that different. I know. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? No, so I sad. Can't. That made me sad. I'm like, no. Like, like our bodies terms, are fine. Cut the turns with how you look and then just try to play to your assets. Exactly. Like, like I'm not going to, like, force myself to look like a sausage a casing. Sausage casing. And then, like, gracious. be constricted trying to get out of it at the end of the night. Like, <laughs> like in, yeah, like, and what you said and how to be single. She's, she's like, like, cutting <laughs> it off in the middle of the letter. Like, <laughs> and, but they're, like, kid scissors they won't cut. I, <laughs> she's like, damn, these safety scissors. <laughs> yeah just she freaks out and she's like i wear extensions and it's true yeah, she's like this isn't real <laughs> i'm like oh my god because it's true okay so what does he have to say a reader recently wrote to jake asking whether guys feel duped if once things have progressed to the clothing clothing removal stage they discover the woman's been wearing a padded bra all along now to be clear you don't need such things you're sexy without them i promise but you've got your reasons, so the answer is no. We don't consider a little foam padding to be a devious form of subterfuge. Oh, so he used a big word there, so now I have to believe him. What's subterfuge? I, subterf- it's basically like subliminal messaging. Oh. But I don't even think that's like, I think that's a good word. You could have chosen a different word. That would have been stronger, but... But we're not here to question We're Jake. not grammatical. I know. Or Spanx to be coded, to be code for, she's got self-esteem issues. It, it is. is. It absolutely With is. With the exception of because a Because let's bra. just bring it back to your point up here. Now, to be clear, you don't need such things. You're sexy without them, I promise. But you've got your reasons. Go back down to here. She's got self-esteem issues. That's the <laughs> reason. Your whole thing just toppled on itself in two sentences. Yeah. Did no one... And I get yelled at for reconciling something wrong? This went out to the whole of America. No. <laughs> it's wrong. And woman took it as truth. I know. So the answer is no. We don't consider a little foam padding to be devious because I don't of think a push-up bra is devious. I think Spanx is just more damaging to the girl than ever is for the guy. And yet the guys, always, do guys do out there. You know what? Because women don't ask that question unfounded upon. We've <laughs> all heard enough 
stand-up comedy specials mm-hmm. to know what boys really think about Spanx and Bush Bros. Oh, what do they think? They hate them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. A joke, Daniel Sloss. Oh, yeah. From eons ago. I found out on YouTube. It was one of the first jokes. He's like, yeah, you finally get him drunk. You get there, and then you address him, and you're like, whoa, this isn't, like, what I ordered. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you look so much better with your clothes on. I'm like, yeah. So, yeah. like, just don't Well, lie. and also, how about all the marketing schemes look better naked? So, ergo, Guess things what? matter. They want it to transfer over. They, yes. That's why you gotta, down with the Spanx industry. <laughs> with, like, you're talking about not wearing bras? What about Spanx? No one is like, talking about fuck that. Fuck the Spanx, dude. Like, I, 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 like, I revolt. Yes, revolt. Like, I, I will have Spanx, a rebellion against the Spanx, Spanx are company. such a waste of time. I think Down they're good for Spanx. very specific, specific times. Very specific Like, times. when you lose so much weight, you have excess skin. Yes. And you're waiting for the surgery, and you want close to fit normally. I think that's the only excuse for yeah, Spanx. I think so. They say it's good for pageants. Oh. So there's that. Well, pageants. Well, yeah. And what's with pageants? Uh, like high stigmas of terrible beauty standards and like abuse. Mm. Leave it for the pageant girls and the people who are doing better for themselves. Yeah. Like, like two very big extremes. Yeah. I think spanks are also like girdles are great for afterbirthing, mm. for reshaping. That's good. Reconstruction. But yeah, unless your body is going through something major, then you don't need it. Like you don't need it to attend a fancy dinner. Yeah. Like, leave it at home. Leave it at home. Okay. Simply because we're not in it for the undergarments. Oh, so you admit you're in it for my body. But <laughs> let me bring back my self-esteem issues. Like, <laughs> like this is just awful. As you don't friend, want the undergarments, but you want what the undergarments present. <laughs> is that what he's saying? As my friend Jeff says, if we get you home, we don't care about what you're wearing under your clothes. We just want to get them off quickly and appear as smooth as possible doing it. So at the end of the day, you guys I am, also they're insecure. So at the end of the day, I am no better than a vagina yeah. because that's all you care about. You mm-hmm. don't care about nothing else. You just want to get me home and do whatever it is, and you prefer it to be as easy and smooth as possible, <laughs> even though my body is not. <laughs> it's just that's just you know what I don't like about this everything. I don't like that women feel like they have to wear Spanx because it's true. This is basically our takeaway from That's just, this. I feel like that's so much, like, yeah, like, it's more damaging to the girl than, like, the benefit and or, quote-unquote, a damage a guy yeah. feels he receives from that fake image. Like, just look like yourself and then yeah. you don't have to worry about that. And I see what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, well, you think that if, like, there's a disappointment factor in that. No, I'm going to tell you right where the disappointment factor is. If you're wearing Spanx on a date with a guy, you are not comfortable with him yet. You still feel that you have to give your polished version of yourself to him, so you probably shouldn't be having sex with him. Yeah. If you're that insecure that you feel you need to wear a push-up bra or a padded bra or three or four or one Spanx, then you're not completely comfortable being absolutely intimate with this person. Yeah. And that's really where you're going. Yeah. So when you go home, you think he broke up with me because... I gave a false version of myself because that's obviously why this is here. No, he broke up with you because you gave too much of yourself too fast. Yeah. And that's what we are jumping around.
around. Because as Jeff said, he doesn't care what you're wearing underneath. He just wants to get it going. And if you're just getting it going, then you're not wearing a sundress and you just didn't hang out at the soccer game and go to the beach and do all these casual things that an actual healthy, growing, supportive couple does. Yeah. You're not doing that. You're going to some fancy place that he can't afford and you're wearing clothes that make you uncomfortable so you can get to his end goal of having sex with you and never talking to you. Yeah. So that's the takeaway from that. If you're wearing spanks on a date, you shouldn't be sleeping. Especially on the first date. Like, on the first first date. date. Yeah, like, no. Like, and also, yeah, this is the things to worry about on a first date. Oh, I don't care. I just want to get you home. Oh, great. So that means the whole time we're talking for two hours, which is nothing. Yeah. The whole time you're thinking, how do I get into her pants? Yeah. That's fabulous. I, you're two hours, two hours is enough to be like, yes, I could, I could risk getting an STD from this person. Like that's essentially yeah, what you're essentially, doing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a takeaway from the Sphinx. Okay. Don't worry about whether he wants a family. This one oh I got gosh. beef with. I have beef with this Well, one. because read the <laughs> sentence where it's like, how would you feel if he asked I know. You? So let's just, I'll just read it and I'll give in my commentary. Yes, it's important that you and he have similar life goals, but not before you know that The Big Lebowski is his all-time favorite movie, which there's nothing wrong with that being your favorite movie. It's actually one of my favorite movies. So what does that say about me? <laughs> my friend Lindsay recently said no to a second date with a really good guy because he wasn't even thinking about marriage yet. Well, she wanted to be married two years ago, like my friends. It's great that she knows what she wants, but trying to suss out a man's life goals on the first date will be transparent and self-defeating. How? How is that self-defeating, how is that transparent, self-defeating, belittling to your own self, like she doesn't degrading want to, waste to your own time. self, she doesn't want to waste time, so what's the answer? Okay, wait five months, and then you find out that he doesn't, so all those, that time that you could have actually been going out, finding a person who has the same goals as you, yeah. you just gave up all those opportunities, because you were with a guy, because you were too nervous to lay, you know, groundwork yeah. down. So then he goes on to say, because it wraps back to Spanx, right? Because he just wants to, to get yeah, in your to pants. Get with you. And you should not worry about that. And you should not worry about that. Like, if he asks to have sex with you, say yes. But family, who cares? We don't care about that. It's great that she knows which, okay. How would you feel if one of the first things he asked was whether you wanted kids? And if not, why not? Well, it sounds like Lindsay would have loved that question. Yeah, yeah. So again, your argument falls on itself. Like, I would love to be asked that. <laughs> I would love to be asked that. Give me a man who can say such yeah, a thing. who's willing to ask. If you could give every woman, every woman, and I'm going to tell you why. Every single woman, even the feminists out there who don't want kids and don't want marriage, every single woman loves to be asked this question because the feminists can yell at them and degrade them and debase them, which they love. And the other camp, which is the camp that wants marriage, will love him and be like, oh my gosh, I found, he my, wants a family. I found my husband. Yeah. So actually, you never lose. A man never loses asking that. Yeah. Gay or straight, you never lose. You never lose. <laughs> you actually never lose. So there you have it. Okay. So that was stupid. How would yeah. you like it? I would love it. I would, love that. It. I I would love actually that love it. I wouldn't feel cornered. I wouldn't feel slighted. I wouldn't feel taken off guard. In fact, I would feel like there's actually people out here who, who also care about things too who care about building up generations to come yeah who don't just want to get in my pants and worry about the spanks i'm wearing because it prevents them from getting it in quicker yeah that's amazing okay maybe you dream of having five or an organic farm in vermont or a life of world travel but leave those conversations at least until after you've seen his lousy impression of the dude which i don't even understand what that means 
Like, uh, gosh, just so annoying. So, like, what do we talk about? It's not our dreams. If we don't talk about our dreams. And then also, see, that's the thing. And I know I've said it before. And it does seem like sound advice. Like, don't talk about your religion, your politics, or your future on the first date. And I get it because that kind of wraps back around to, like, whether or not this date means something. But to a certain extent, you do have to suss these things out because then you'll understand, is this worth putting time in? Because after you're committed to this person after like literally three weeks for some people they're like I can't I can't get rid of them like they become a part of your routine your habits your constant communication with them and if anything life has shown us is people do breakups way worse than get-togethers oh yeah they cannot break it off because they they get worried and then they're just governed by fear and you can say sayonara to all logic yeah once you're governed to fear and so now you're not only destroying someone's life but also you're destroying your own and you're holding both of yourselves back to the potential of finding someone that could match with you. Yeah. So that is stupid advice. I can't, it's like, I can't believe that in one, in one bullet point, they're talking about, don't worry about the spanks that you wear on the first date, you know, because that's fine. But do worry if you ask about life goals. No. Are you, are you in high school? Are you five years old? Like, and you talk about being mature. This is why I hate that. I know. Because he thinks he's so, like, this person. Like, adult relationships. Thinks he's talking about adult relationships that are evolved, that he is then telling in another evolved person, this is what you think. Because he uses words like subterfuge, which I don't like, even Like, don't think worry. They don't care about your spanks when they're going to have sex with you, but they do worry about the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you terrify them in these aspects. So just shut up and lay there. Yeah. God, that's terrible. <laughs> like that, it's exactly, exactly what he's saying. The next point, though, is another win for Jay. Don't worry about paying for dinner at the place he picked, which is basically saying, like, he should pay. No. Yeah. That's not what it says. Okay, wait. If it's a first date and he asked, he's paying. Why? Because he wants this chance to impress you. Oh, okay. There are exceptions, and I'm not one to trade in stereotypes, but in general, I think that when the check comes, the guy should grab it. And when he does do the reach for the wallet thing, it's a nice gesture, as is your offer to get the next one when he politely refuses you to pay oh okay and eventually to pick one up oh okay because the way it titled it was like don't worry about picking up the like paying like paying for it like he's like don't worry if you pay for the first day i'm like fuck that that's an editor oh okay that's fine not much to talk about on that yeah so that one's good i agree and i think that should not be lost let him pay do you know how much it costs to look this good it costs about $1,000 a month. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You can pay $35 for my salad. Yeah. You can do that. Nikoi salad. Um, Nikoi. No, it's in the book. Niswai. 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 Yeah, I think it's a Niswai salad. That was in the Harlequin novel. Oh. Yeah, I was like, Nikoi salad. It's very nice. Very worldly. Okay, last point. Right. Don't worry about whether he's trying to get into your pants. <laughs> I don't, just let it happen. <laughs> well, it sounds like to me in the Spanx and the family one, and the don't worry about if this means something, it all leads to him wanting to, to get, get into, into my pants. pants. So that is the thing I am most worried about. But okay. What does he say to this? Don't worry about whether he's trying to get into your pants. He probably is. But that doesn't mean you should feel pressured to jump into bed with him to keep his interest or to test whether you two have physical chemistry. A kiss can tell you that. Nor should you feel compelled to make him... Oh! Nor should you feel compelled to make him work for it or any of those cliches. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. So I should just let him 
not work for it. Yeah. I should just let him take off my spanks, be embarrassed that he's taking off my spanks, not talk to him about whether or not he wants a family, and don't think about if this means something or is growing. Well, anywhere. I think in that little bullet point, I think he's trying to appeal to both types of ladies. Yeah, well, what, I know. What, what magazine? This is Glamour. Mm. I know, because he's saying, like... Because he's like, you can tell in a kiss, and if you do have sex, like, don't trip. Yeah. Well, trip. Trip a lot. I don't think that he should have said... You have, like, your daughter here. <laughs> do I? Now it's gone. But don't... I don't like the wording, don't make him work for it, because that really... And that means waters, we are not worth fighting Yeah, for. that, like, that waters down the... The... The significance of a sexual relationship. Yeah. Like, make him work for it. Like, no, he should always work for it, even if it's on the first date. Like, I mean, if that's your way, if that's your MO or whatever, like, he should have done something to make you feel safe, secure, supported, and loved. Yeah. That's basically it. And it's like... To say, like, to make him work for it, that just, it sounds like it's written by a single guy who just wants to get laid. Yeah. And is trying to make it so the first date he can just ha- make that happen. Yeah. You know, and be like, they don't care. No, they do care. They do care. They don't care about your spanked Stacy. They care about the fact that you slept with them and now you're done. You're no yeah. longer interesting. That's what they care about. And you're, it's like jumping around. It's like, oh, well, it's not the sex, it's the cuddling afterward. No, it's not uh, the sex, it's uh, my yeah. spanks. No, it's not the sex, it's the kiss before. No, it's not the sex he paid for dinner. No, it's the, uh, it's the sex. So just say that, be honest with yourself, and then move on. And he should always work for it. And how he works for it is by proposing. (laughs) And that's really the mentality everyone should apply to that. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. That is crazy. Like, that's ridiculous that a man is telling me, don't feel the need to make him work for it. Real? Isn't that just the dream of every man? Yeah. (laughs) To not make him work, to not have him pay for dinner, to not, doesn't care if you look, doesn't really much matter, because at the end of the day, you're just a vagina, and we're just trying to get on with our lives. Yeah. Because that's how that feels to me. Yeah. Because of the way the world is set up, it sounds extreme, and it sounds like I'm being harsh. No, but it's like, that's the new stigma. Look at the clothes we wear and we talked about the vases look at the art we buy you know what was so interesting i just saw this tiktok where it was like comparing the sizes of crop tops to like children's clothing yes and it was like this is a size large crop top from wherever it was from and then it literally was the size of a 12 month old onesie oh and she was like what is this but it was like like beauty standards like how it's like skinny shaming girls in a way it's like look at like look at these clothes and their sizes and how they match up with literal children's clothes like this is and I was like thing. that's fucking crazy like that's crazy to me it's crazy it's just it's just and it's like and like that feeds into this whole thing like sexualizing everything it's just sexualizing everything. and then it's like like forming our bodies and everything we are in order to make somebody sexually happy and you know what and i was reading the book we'll not be silenced which so is good. I great. You should link it Lutzer. below by Lutzer. And it's like, obviously, he talks about a lot about the sexualization of children. He doesn't talk a lot about it. It's a chapter. And then he talks about the society and everything. And it's just everything is going into a sexual nature. And he, because people love to get off on their pleasures like they find most satisfaction in pleasure and what's the fastest way for a human to get pleasure every time it's sex yeah that's why when they exchange power whether they exchange for sex or money because those are the fastest way to your pleasure and then on this one podcast there was a woman who was talking about how everything she does she wants she chooses so she can emulate an orgasm in everyday life which is disgusting it's sick 
it's perverted, but isn't that what's happening? Yeah. So now we're not making men work for it. We're not caring about the issues we have with clothes. We're cutting our heads off in pictures, buying art that sexualizes us and demeans us and debases us. Yeah. And then when we go out there, we're silenced because we're we're not even saying he or she in Congress anymore. Yeah. And it's like... Look at where these are going. And that because it starts from here, because it starts from Lindsay being told she's being ridiculous for asking about a man and his and if desires. He wants to get married. And we're being told, don't ask that, Lindsay, because that's too much pressure on the situation. No, it's the exact Yeah, right as if people of haven't been getting married and expecting it for like decades and centuries. Exactly. And it's like, so if the exchange, the currency is you kiss me, that means you like me, then why can't my currency be you answer my questions honestly? Yeah. And we move on. Because if your goal is to sleep with someone, there's a million girls, thanks to this article, that will probably do that now with you because they don't want to be Lindsay. Yeah. But you want to be Lindsay. You want to be her. That's the goal. Okay. And if he doesn't try anything, it doesn't mean he's not into you. He might be shy, been there, afraid of blowing it by rushing, been there, or scarred from his last girlfriend, definitely been there. Whether you decide to have sex on the first date or the eighth or to wait until your wedding night, it's all good. And it's also fine if you don't have it all figured out before the check arrives. That's what the next date is for. It ends on a good note. I do like the note that it ends on. But what I do have to say is, like, if a guy likes you and say he doesn't kiss you on the first date, he's going to at least do something physical to show that he does like you. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the way the male brain is set up. That's just how it kind of is. But it's how far you let him get that determines your Mm self-respect. That doesn't determine his love for you or his attractiveness to you. Like, a guy can hug you, give you a kiss, or have sex, and it's like all those things mean something different, but it doesn't mean that he loves you anymore if he had sex with you on the first day or he just hugged you. Yeah. And I think that's what that's women need true. to understand. That's so true, actually. It's a yeah. really good point. Yeah, because for men, all those things mean like, I do like you, I'm interested to you on some level, but it's like none of it holds more weight than the other That's one. true, because that's why sex is more emotional for women. Yeah, exactly. Because we have to guard that. We have to guard our hearts. We have to go into every date thinking about what this means and where it's going and being okay with moving on because then you'll have less confusion you'll have more clarity and if you're ghosted then you know exactly why because you didn't just talk about fluff things about nothing for two hours yeah you talked about real things about real life goals and that's called progress you don't have as much time on this earth as you think you do as much as the media tells you you're young and you can waste all the time you really don't you really need to start figuring things out by the time you graduate college you need to start getting jobs you need to get plugged into your community plugged in with your friends travel you need to do all these things you need to build up who you are because by the time 30 comes which comes a lot faster than you think you don't want to be sitting there on a two-hour fluff date figuring out is he going to be able to take my spanks off in like 40 minutes like are you fucking kidding me like how What's the common, that's the lowest common denominator of anybody's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you're wearing spanks, let's talk about your self-esteem issues. Why are you wearing them? Because no woman who feels confident about her body grabs spanks. They just don't. Yeah. That, that means that you feel like you have to hide something. Do you know how many clothing options there are for people who are insecure about their body? They can get away without wearing spanks with these clothing options. But because of the lack of knowledge and the more subversive imagery that we're given to pervert our minds, we feel the need to put ourselves out in this one version to attract a man that has no interest further than our skin and our looks. This is crazy. It's insane insane so jake did not hit all the points it's appalling that this was only published. got two 
The only guy. It's not shocking at all. It's shocking. It's not like a Cosmo thing. I know. Well, Glamour tried to do this thing. I don't know if Jake writes anymore. Probably not. <sighs> they might have phased out his column, <laughs> but <laughs> Pro- he. They probably did. I just don't think it was popular with Glamour. No, no way. But um, Jake's not the reason they're buying Glamour. Jake's not the reason. Jake was the reason I was buying Glamour. Interesting. When I was young. Because we're desperate. Children will take anything on dating advice. Of course, yeah. Because when I read this That's when I was That's why Tiger young, Beat magazines are so important. I know. But you know what's interesting is, like, looking at this through the lens... I'm sure I read this when I was young. Like, I'm sure that I did. But reading this through the lens of me being a young person, like, I know I would have thought, like... I would have definitely stopped taken at the... all of it for heart. No, I would have... Because I didn't take everything for heart that I read in those magazines. I did not like oh I would have no if I read it I would nothing is bible absolutely nothing is bible you should question everything you should think about everything because when I was young I wanted to soak up everything as a sponge like I wanted to hear every single opinion every single side I asked questions yeah I just kind of like took it all in and then when I hit college I filtered it all out and I really thought about like what's the thing that I kind of agree with the most you know like I would have I would have been like, this is kind of weird about the Spanx thing. Like, if we're trying to get you home, we don't care about what you're wearing. I'd be like, that's kind of weird. Like, you should always care about what I'm wearing. Yeah. Because I'm into fashion. Like, I don't pay all this money for you to be yes. like, I don't care. For you to not care. And the butt thing, like, I don't want anyone looking at my butt. I actually hate people looking at my butt. I wear bigger clothes and longer shirts and sweaters to hide my butt. Interesting. Because, and I'll tell you why, not because it's fat, but because I'm afraid I'm going to, like, sit in something or get um, my period or something. Something weird's going to happen. I understand that, though. So I just always want to have like an ability to cover it yeah because you can't see your butt that's true that's so true (laughs) so and i would have been like whether he's trying to get in your pants he probably is i would have been like what like that's it like i don't know the takeaway i would have felt as a child or as a child in like high school reading this would have been like i don't know it just doesn't sit right with me it doesn't sit right. But now that people. I'm older, I can articulate more and give examples and context to what he's speaking of because I have no experience. So when you're young, you're like, maybe this is right. Yeah. It's not proven by me in either direction. So I'll take it with me on my journey. Yeah. But like, I just, I don't know. Like, that seems kind of like this all feels very sexually oriented to me. Of course it is. And I always, I hate that. I just hate that. It's, I think, debasing and demeaning whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter to who you're doing it to. Nobody should be treated as just a sexual being alone. And we should have dates that last more than two hours. Yeah. Because I'm going on them, so everyone else should too. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm held hostage by a man for four to six hours and he never calls me back, what? you're telling me you can get away with it in two hours? I know. And get the same results? Well, it's because they aren't charming like you are. I know. It's because we have great conversations. And you know what? We have great conversations. And then you leave and it's like, to a certain extent, it makes me feel worse because it's like, I gave him the best version of myself. I gave them advice or whatever. So it feels more like personal. But the reality is I gave them everything. I left it all on the field as it were yeah. and I don't have any regrets and I either left someone better than how I found them or if they leave or they like me and we get to journey on this life together and that's the goal because we date to be in community to love one another and to build generations to come yes so that's a takeaway all right all right very good takeaway I know good job thank you 
Well, we love you. We love you, lovey doveys. <laughs> Talk to you next Have week, Have a babes. great day, night, afternoon. Thank you for dealing with the dog and Emily's dinging from her work. I know. Fortunately, not too busy. I know, and the dog wasn't too, too busy. Okay. Okay. Love, love you, babes. You. Love you, lovey doveys. See you. you next week. Bye.